0: Happy New Year and welcome to the 15th episode of the Street Roots Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Devon Pouncey. Today, we have a very special guest, but also a familiar one, as Oregon's senior United States Senator Ron Wyden will be joining us to discuss the insurrection that took place at the Capitol Building last week. He'll also be discussing his agenda as the new chair of the Senate Finance Committee and so much more. Sit back and enjoy everybody as Senator Wyden joins us right here on the Street Roots podcast. On the line, returning back to the Street Roots podcast, we have the state of Oregon senior senator of the United States, Senator Ron Wyden. Senator Wyden, it's always a pleasure to connect with you, and I'm so glad that you can make it back here on the Street Roots Podcast.
1: Devon, thanks, and uh, I had really been looking forward to the uh, show, and, uh, and last week, of course, was, uh, was a horrifying uh,
0: a moment, and let's talk about it. Absolutely. So, yeah, for starters, um, just kind of give us a play by play experience. Um, I want to know about your well-being as well. But you were at the Capitol building during the insurrection last week. And from your lens, what was it that took place uh, last Wednesday at the Capitol building? What, What took place
1: is this was domestic terrorism, domestic terrorism in every sense of the word. The textbook definition is basically using intimidation and violence to achieve a political objective. And these were people, they weren't thugs or hooligans, they were domestic terrorists because they wanted to prevent the certification of the, of the votes for, uh, for the president-elect and the vice president-elect. I'm fine, and I will tell you, in these kinds of situations, everybody always helps the, the members and the like. I was particularly concerned about the incredible crew in the Capitol that does so much to be welcoming, to uh, our visitors and the cooks and the housekeepers or people telling them to lock themselves in in closets. That's not what America is supposed to be about. What I do is town hall meetings. People have strong uh, views, but it's peaceful. That's not what
0: this was about. It was violent. Absolutely. And I want to ask about kind of the conversation around freedom of speech on the internet. Um, there's a huge conversation going on right now. Last month you actually co-wrote a column in USA today in defense of seven of section two, three, zero. Um, And, obviously, since then, we've had the president be permanently suspended um, from several social media platforms. And I'd like to know, how would you correlate your defense of Section 230 to that of Trump's suspensions after the insurrection at the Capitol, which in large part was influenced by Trump's rhetoric on these very platforms?
1: I appreciate your asking that, Devon, because I do have um, long-held views in that area. The point of Section 230 was to make sure that the person who created the content, the person um, who posted the content, was responsible for the content. Mm. And the person who was, in effect, inciting all that violence online was Donald Trump. So Donald Trump would be the person to hold uh, accountable. So the other point is that in our country... It's not Section 230 that's really the key kind of question. People have got to decide how they feel about the First Amendment, because under the First Amendment, 98% of all the speech that takes place is protected by the First Amendment. What Section 230 uh, does, in addition to holding the person who created the content responsible, it provides the tool for a platform, you know, for, for example to uh, to flag the violence and do what we saw with Donald Trump
0: is bar them Absolutely, absolutely. Now, sticking with Trump here, um, impeachment has been a, a hot topic during these times. Obviously, uh, this is a, a surreal time that we're in based on what we saw take place at the Capitol last week. Um, where do you stand on, on the impeachment front right now and kind of where are we in regards to A, pursuing that or B, just trying to move past this era that was President 45? <laughs>
1: Uh, Devon, on Wednesday night after we came together uh, again to consider uh, the various um, votes or, around uh, what the Republicans were, were pushing to, uh, again, deny the, the president-elect and, and the vice president-elect uh, the oppor- opportunity to uh, have uh, the votes certified and us, us to move uh, move forward, when I went to the floor of the Senate, I said, look here, let's remember Donald Trump is going to be here and is a clear and present danger for essentially the next two weeks. And I tried to make clear to the Senate that we had to take uh, action to protect uh, the country. I think the 25th Amendment is a faster approach um, to do it, but I'm supportive of that as well as impeachment in order to protect
0: our country. Now, last week, Senator White, and while we thought, many of us at least thought we were going to be celebrating the victories uh, of John Ossoff and Senator Warren knocked down in Georgia because they both run, won the Senate runoff, there will no longer be a Republican majority in regards to Senate. Um, not even 12 hours later, you have uh, the domestic terrorism take place at the Capitol building. With that, though, you, after the Inauguration if I'm not mistaken at the first Senate session will become the Senate chair uh, of the Finance Committee the chair of the Senate Finance Committee, excuse me um, What I want to do is I want you to kind of run down a few different subjects um, That's on your agenda when you take on this position and just give us maybe a 60-second breakdown uh, Of what's your plan and what your agenda is in that position? And, cool. and I want to start off with cannabis
1: Good. Well, cannabis is really important because it's part of a nationwide effort to, uh, to pursue uh, justice. We've known for a long time that black people are stopped and arrested and charged with drug crimes at a much higher rate than uh, white people. And so what I have uh, done in Washington, D.C., and part of this is taxes and part of its regulation, is champion the cause of nationwide legalization. Next subject, racial disparities within health care particularly serious because you can look, for example, at these affluent white suburbs and they have incredible health care services, everything you could possibly imagine. And yet for communities of color, they really, to a great extent, live in health care deserts. And so a special priority of mine on the Finance Committee is going to be equal access healthcare services. That is not the case today. And for example, maternal uh, mortality is much higher for uh, Black Americans and White Americans.
0: The next subject will be COVID relief and unemployment. Uh, I wrote the uh, $600 extra per
1: week for unemployment for the first uh, uh, four months and for the first time covered gig workers and the self-employed and independent contractors. And according to studies, it actually reduced poverty in America. I'm going to um, reintroduce a version of that, but I'm also going to add what's called a trigger so that in the future, the benefit can be tied to economic conditions on the ground. That'll block Mitch McConnell from setting artificial uh, dates. In terms of COVID, we're gonna provide additional funds uh, to make sure that we can speed up vaccine deployment and access to services. Green energy. I'm going to propose taking the 44 separate tax breaks for energy that are now on the books and throwing them all in the garbage can. And I'm going to (laughs) substitute the 44, one for clean energy, one for clean transportation fuel, and one for energy efficiency. And then I'm going to tell my Republican colleagues, y'all say that you want to get rid of subsidies. I'm giving you a chance to do it. Let's have more green for less
0: green out of everybody's wallet." Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Senator, uh, I just got to ask this because obviously there's been a huge divide in Congress, um, some of it being created by some folks within Congress, Senate members supporting Trump and some of it by the extension of this insurgency. Um, Given your experience, you've been a senator for a long time. uh, Do you see any type of solution to the divide that has been created in Congress over these past four years?
1: I I do. And I think Joe Biden has already begun that effort, Devon. You know, the first comment that he made when it was clear that he won the election, he he said, I'm going to represent all the people. I'm going to represent the people who voted for me and the people who didn't. And that's kind of my kind of calling card. And in a 50-50 Senate, we're going to have to work together because there are a lot of needs that our communities uh, have needs that we have right, right now in the community where you and I are, are sitting, and that's going to require that people uh, be open to each other's ideas. You don't have to uh, compromise on things that aren't uh, right and aren't fair, but let's compromise when we can come up with something that really helps the community.
0: Senator, some months back, um, I was actually with you here in Portland, Oregon, and uh, we did a press conference at the fire department. And you mentioned uh, envisioning sort of seeing the Portland Street response model going national. Um, Where do you kind of stand on that now as you start to prepare yourself to be the, uh, the chair of the Senate Finance Committee? Devon, what I can tell you is I don't just think it makes sense. I've introduced legislation
1: to do it. It's called the Cahoots Bill. As you know, in Eugene, they have had an approach that provided this um, kind of option so that, you know, mental health and law enforcement can work hand in hand. You know, the the police aren't trained for a lot of these mental health um, issues. So they've had it for a number of years. Um, In Eugene, as you know, Portland is getting ready to uh, do it in uh, in the metro uh, area here, where both of us are are, uh, are setting, and I've introduced federal legislation. It's called the CAHOOTS Act to basically lock this mental health approach into the Medicaid program, mm. which is the largest payer for mental health services. You mentioned uh, Reverend Warnock, you know, when I talked to him on the phone over the months we his campaign, first thing he asked is, Ron, I really support Medicaid. I want to do more in Medicaid for our, our communities. And uh, I'm looking forward to having both Reverend Warnock and John Ossoff in the Senate uh, next week.
0: Absolutely, and Senator, you know I will not let you leave this podcast without <laughs> at, without talking with, <laughs> without talking our sports, man. You know we got to talk about the Portland Trail Blazers. A new season has begun. Um, obviously, we're very early on in the season, but just where do you stand right now with the Portland Trail Blazers, man? I stand with them. And, uh, <laughs> like,
1: uh, I'm feeling that we're going to have a really good year. We got some new guys. We're finding our our, our way. Nurk is, uh, of course, coming on. I mean, Rodney's coming off um, injury. CJ's been off to an incredible start. Falling out. Yeah. Da- Damien is as good as uh, as ever. So I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling good about it. I mean, it, it takes a while to kind of... Kind of get acclimated, you know. We had uh, kind of uh, uh, start that you can predict with a lot of new guys coming into rotation. You know, I think we were t- at one point two two or something like that. But yeah. I'm also really excited about my friend Ennis Cantor. Um, somebody asked me, I'll save you the time. He asked me if uh, I thought Ennis Cantor was going to go into politics. I say the way he listens to people, yeah. The way kids flock to him like they do Dame and CJ and and uh, and the others. I can tell you, if Ennis Cantor goes into politics, Devon, he's got the shooter's touch.
0: Like that, huh? Like that. <laughs> well, Senator Wyden, it's always a pleasure to see you. you. Always a pleasure to be able to speak with you. Uh, mm-hmm. I appreciate you. appreciate, Hank, uh, for you guys' willingness to come join me here once again on the Street Roots Podcast. And make sure you take care of yourself. You too, friend. And we'll put this show, I guess it's technically supposed to be
1: the end. But with you, I want it to be to be continued.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. All Peace. Take good care. Same to you. Thank you.